Hello and um, thanks everyone who get the time to attend the session live. My name is Ivaio Ivanov. I am a VMware engineer at Runcast, and um, today I will show you how we use VRO in our uh, CI/CD pipeline. So we will start with um, explanation of the problem which um, I was facing uh, personally. Um, then we'll look at the solution which I decided on. Uh, we will move forward into reviewing the implementation, and um, at the end you'll get your time back to do more productive stuff. So, um, what was the problem? There are too many unnecessary test instances consuming resources. So, at Runcast, we um, we create a so software which is being delivered as um, OVA. So during our uh, dev and test process, there are a lot of instances which are being deployed on daily basis. And in um, the end of the day, there is no, it's not clear if any of them can be deleted. Um, there is no clear indication who owns the virtual machine. Um, and there is a periodical manual cleanup, which actually did this guy down there, that's me, chasing out the development team and asking guys, can we delete this one? Can we delete that VM? And uh, yeah, usually you don't get a straight answer, right? And uh, yeah, I would also like to thank our uh, Dev and uh, QA team because I actually didn't have to make up those VM names, uh, VM names uh, over there. I just replaced uh, our um, application name with app, but the rest is uh, courtesy of our, our teams. Um, all right, so moving forward to the solution. So I wanted to um, do it in a way uh, which will help our dev and QA team. So this is the target audience. I wanted uh, them to use a tool which uh, they're familiar with and they use on daily basis. So in this case, this is our um, tool for continuous integration and continuous deployment. Um, we use Jenkins. Behind the scenes, I decided to use uh, VRO. That's one of my favorite uh, automation tools for VMware. Um, and um, I will be deploying and managing the VMs on um, one of our uh, environments. The, basically, the end goal is to have an interactive and easy to use way uh, and also um, to manage the virtual machines, the whole deployment process, which VMs can be deleted, who owns them, and so on. And uh, also, I wanted to limit the number of tools for the end user, which in this case is our dev and QA team. So they will log into the same interface which they're used to every day. And speaking of this interface, it's Jenkins, so let's start with the implementation. So we have a pipeline which would uh, deploy from OVA. So they can deploy any version of uh, our software starting from 1.0 up to the latest one. So whenever they need to do some regression testing or upgrade from a specific version to the latest one, they have the freedom to do so. They can, they can provide a version um, suffix for the virtual machine if they can name it in some like, meaning meaningful way. And uh, also they can choose a lifetime. This is the drop down over there. So after some tough negotiations with the team, we agreed that we'll have um, lifetime of the virtual machines for 24 hours, 48 hours, and unlimited. Yeah, I caved a bit there, so, but yeah, we needed this as well. Um, 
In terms of plugins that we use in Jenkins, specifically for like to achieve uh, this functionality, we use HTTP request plugin, um, which um, I utilize in order to call VRO and to pass some parameters and to start a workflow from there. Um, in addition to that, we use the user build vars uh, plugin, which allows me to use the um, username and email address of the currently logged in person because we are using Active Directory authentication. So thanks to this plugin, I can like I already have um, in my context the username and the password of the of the requester. So from this ender point of view, um, I created a custom attributes where we store um, who created the virtual machine and was the contact email for, for this person. The VM lifetime is tracked by VC tags, so we will have tags for each of those um, time, um, time frames, so 24 hours, 48 hours, unlimited, and actually there is one more tag which is called cooldown, so there is a cooldown period because um, let's say after reaching the lifetime of the virtual machine, first we're going to shut it down, um, keep it off for a predefined time, which is the cooldown time, and uh, only then, if, if the VM is still not needed, only then it will um, get deleted. Um, from VRO point of view, um, I decided to store the, the VMware metadata in a VRO configuration element. I wanted to keep the things simpler without introducing uh, some kind of database and so on. So yeah, it will be pretty easy for you guys to replicate similar setup. So in the configuration element, I will store the ID of the virtual machine and the value, that big number over there, which you see, it's the date of deployment or date of um, when the, the VM lifetime has been extended. We'll get there a bit later and it's in milliseconds, yeah, so. In terms of workflows, uh, we have three main workflows and uh, a bunch of helper workflows. Um, that's how I used to um, do things in VRO. I recommend you this way. Usually when I start to work on some project, I all the time create this helpers workflow um, folder where I put like uh, workflows which can be re reused um, in, in different wrapper workflows. So the main workflows in this case would be to deploy new virtual machines, which are going to be start from Jenkins. There will be additional workflow to extend VM lifetime, which again will be started from Jenkins. And there will be a scheduled workflow, which in our case runs every two hours, and it will check the, the current state of, of the virtual machines. So yeah, deploying the, the virtual machine, it's I'd say pretty straightforward, so I'm not going to spend time on this. So we'll move uh, to the scheduled workflow, which checks the, the VM lifecycle. It looks pretty simple. Uh, we start with getting all the virtual machines from the folder where we deploy them, and then um, we iterate through all of them. And that's where things are getting a bit more complicated. So we will check whether or not this virtual machine is managed by, by VRO in this first um, decision, um, which you see on the second workflow. Then we'll get the, the current VM tag, and then based on it, we'll check uh, what is the time life of this virtual machine. Is it 24 hours? Is it 48? Is it unlimited? 
So after that, this switch element would pass the needed parameters to the calculate action workflow, which is uh, right here. So in here will be actually the place where we'll calculate whether or not an action is required. And an action can be either um, like the, the time has been reached, so we need to shut down the virtual machine, or the, the time is reached and the virtual machine was already powered off, so we need to delete it. Um, of course, um, when we're taking some action or when we're actually about to take some action, we'll be notifying the requester or the owner of the virtual machine um, about our intentions. Uh, we're doing this by an email. So in this case, we're about to shut down uh, his virtual machine in two hours. So he has a time to react if um, he still needs it on and he's working on it. So as you can see in the second row, there is, um, we, I provide him also the VM ID, which uh, he can use in um, Jenkins pipeline, which I'll show you a bit later. This is another email notification example where we're saying that the VM is already shut down and it will be automatically deleted after a certain amount of time. So again, if the VM is still needed, there is a possibility for, for the requester to take action and to extend the, the VM lifetime. And here is how he can do it. Uh, basically, this is another Jenkins pipeline where he can provide um, the VM ID and to choose um, a new lifetime. It can be the same as before or he can move to 48 hours or to unlimited if needed. That's how it looks the, the workflow for to extend the VM lifetime. Um, looks a bit complicated, but it's actually pretty straightforward. Um, in case of failure, there is a default handle, handler there which will notify the requester by email that um, we couldn't uh, fulfill his request. So he can reach out to, to some admin, in this case it would be me most likely, and uh, we can see, we can check um, what, what went wrong. Otherwise, um, again, uh, we would um, first convert the virtual machines based on this ID which was provided. Um, we will convert, convert it to actual uh, VC virtual machine objects which we can uh, take actions on. We will get the, the VM tag, we will calculate uh, whether and what action is required. So we may need to switch the tag um, to different lifetime or just to keep the same tag but just update the the date in the configuration element with the date of um, when the Jenkins uh, pipeline was um, executed. And again at the end we'll send an email notification like stating uh, that the VM lifetime has, has been um, extended and again um, each two hours we'll be checking whether the lifetime is reached or not and we'll continue with the startup notifications. Your VM is going to be shut down, or its shutdown is going to be deleted. And in fact, before deletion, two hours before that, we're again notifying the user that the VM is going to be deleted. If you still need it, you still have time to take some action. Otherwise, it's gone. So to quickly wrap up, um, the main goal was to um, provide the ability for the users to manage their VMs themselves. Um, this results in better resource utilizations for, for our uh, vSphere infrastructure. 
um, there are not so many VMs lying around and uh, nobody knows uh, whether we can either um, delete them or can we power them off. So it's pretty painful to track down um, like who's the owner and so on. Um, however, if they still provision some VMs with uh, unlimited time frame, we pretty easily can track them back to who requested them. We have their name and email address so we can easily like ask them whether or not they still need them. Um, and yeah, at the end, I can focus on like, what's next and do additional improvements. So I, we have a bit of a, like, alignment issues. Um, I exported all of those workflows. They're available in my GitHub uh, profile, so you can get them there. Um, the repository name is runcast-vro. Uh, if you have any questions, you can either catch me up now right after uh, the presentation or you can find me on Twitter. I think the handler is still visible. Um, and uh, my email is evivo.ivanov at uh, So yeah. thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. And um, yeah, if you have any questions, just let me know.